تهاني الحب تسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. Listen to the beautiful track. We say Alhamdulillah. We say shukran to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. In studio once again, we have the honor to have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Portland St. Mitzvah's Plain, and that is Masjid Rabi. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. But Raji, kifahal? Alhamdulillah. Beautiful Sunday morning, Sheikh. You, say, uh, you see, there's some rain coming, yeah. and uh, marriage is like that also, Sheikh. They say, remember that dark, stormy clouds are mm. followed by sunshine. Yes, yeah, and I read a beautiful piece now the other day that mm. difficulties mm-hmm. is part of life. Yeah, if you if you don't have difficulties, you don't you you won't be able to know uh, how to uh, to live this life. Of course, so, so you need to go through difficulties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you leave us most one day. Yeah, ni'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'ani'
اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم ما شاء الله ما شاء الله جماعت المسلمين we also want to put us in a good mood in a good spirit by mentioning the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and following it up with لا إله إلا الله ما في قلبي Allah. So please join me again uh, after the advertisement, yeah, inshallah. We just need to go for a commercial break. Uh, stay tuned to The Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. In studio we have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. Just before the commercial break, uh, Sheikh wanted to start with the second part of the Dikadis evening. Inshallah, so come Raji. So uh, we, we're going to say the name of Allah with, with the intention that Allah fills our hearts with uh, remembrance of Allah. Amen. And that Allah fills our hearts that uh, everything that we do every day of our lives, that we think about Allah. So before we're going to say something, we're going to make sure if Allah is going to be satisfied. Before we're going to do anything, we check with Allah, is, is, it, is it correct? And we know and we believe that Allah is looking at us and Allah is listening to us. Allah Akbar. And then we're going to follow it up with La ilaha illallah three times. Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah. Ma fi qalbi with a qaf. Uh, there's nothing in my heart. So not kalbi. Kalbi is something else. It's a, it's a, it's a dangerous meaning. We don't want to go there even. So ما في قلبي قاف قلبي غير الله nothing in my heart except Allah and that is our desire that there must be nothing in our hearts except Allah and we want to say the words لا إله إلا الله sincerely now if somebody asks us what is the meaning of saying لا إله إلا الله sincerely and that's a very important question in fact that question was asked by the Sahaba because after Rasulullah said any person that says La ilaha illallah sincerely al Jannah will definitely enter the Jannah. So the Sahaba wanted to know and they did us a great favor to ask Rasulullah what is the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely and look at the answer my dear ones. The Nabi Muhammad says or said that the meaning of saying La ilaha illallah sincerely is when by saying La ilaha illallah and it keeps you away from all haram Allahu Akbar. So please remember that. And not only remember it, but let us implement. We say La ilaha illallah every day with the intention that Allah must keep us away from all haram. Allahu Akbar. So let us start with the dhikr and want everybody to join in at home, in your vehicles, wherever you are. We're busy with your motor car, whatever. Please join, on, join us in this beautiful dhikr, inshallah. 
For the day, we are blessed. Alhamdulillah. Allah says, "Fadkuruni, Remember me, and I will remember you. Allahu Akbar. As we've mentioned Allah's name now, Allah has mentioned our names to the greatest of Malaika. Alhamdulillah. My dear listeners, before we're going to open the lines to hear uh, the words that we that Rasulullah used to say in the sujood and ruku, we first going to respond to one of our listeners of last week who requested that we repeat the following that we said in the month of Ramadan, for example. And the words are, Tubtu ilallah, Tubtu ilallah, I have made tawbah to Allah, Allahu Akbar. We must learn these words. Tubtu ilallah. These words we can even say in sujood or at any time. But the reason why we say it in sujood because that is the closest that we get to Allah. Just imagine you are in sujood and you're speaking to Allah. And you say, Tubtu ilallah, Tubtu ilallah, I have made tawbah to Allah, I repent to Allah. Warajatu ilallah, Warajatu ilallah, and I have returned to Allah. I've made the decision to return to Allah. I was far away from Allah, I was neglectful, I did wrong things, but I have returned to Allah. Tubtu ilallah, Warajatu ilallah, Warajatu ilallah, and I've returned to Allah. Wanadimtu. Listen to this key word, this important word. وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ And I regret. Ik is bijspit. Van die dinge wat ek gedoen het wat verkeerd is. وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ And I regret. I regret of all the wrong things that I've done. تُبْتُ إِلَى اللَّهِ تُبْتُ إِلَى اللَّهِ I've made tawbah to Allah. وَرَجَعْتُ إِلَى اللَّهِ And I've returned to Allah. وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ and I regret for all the wrong things that I've done. وَعَزَمْتُ عَزْمًا أَكِيدًا وَعَزَمْتُ وَتَعِينَ وَعَزَمْتُ عَزْمًا أَكِيدًا And I've made a firm intention. عَلَى عَلَى 
Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. We got approximately five minutes before the news at 12, but for now we'll be opening the lines on the number 021-442-3530 for you, the listener, call in to say how much you really appreciate uh, or learn of this program, inshallah. Sheikh? Yeah, so you want to hear uh, uh, especially the words Subhana dil jabaruti wal malakuti wal kibriyai wal azamah and Allahumma laka sajadtu wa bika amantu wa laka aslamtu. And uh, Alhamdulillah, Auntie Rugaya, last week she phoned in and she said it beautifully. So we will be waiting earnestly to hear from other listeners to say these words. Subhana dil jabaruti. Glory be to Allah, the possessor of real power and authority, of real royalty and kingdom, of real majesty and greatness and exaltedness. These are the words that we say in Ruku and Sujood and it was said by our beloved Nabi Muhammad There's no one in the world that has ever made a greater and a more wonderful and beautiful Sujood and Ruku than the Nabi Muhammad Sheikh, I just got to receive an SMS coming through here. I say, Salam, Shukran Sheikh. I make this dua after every salah and pass it on to my family. Nashallah. And may Allah grant Sheikh uh, health, amin, and this comes from Sakina. And they also requested if Sheikh can leave uh, copies here, the voice of the Cape, so that they can uh, come and collect inshallah. the copies. Inshallah. We'll do that. Inshallah. We'll do that. Inshallah. Shukran. So, dear listeners, uh, we'll wait for the call, inshallah. And uh, in the ruku, we say, Allahumma laka raka'atu. That's the only difference. Instead of saying sajadtu, sajadtu means, Oh Allah, for thee alone did I make sujood. In the ruku, you say, Allahumma laka raka'atu, wa bika amantu, wa laka aslamtu. The rest is the same. The only word that changes is raka'atu. Allahumma laka raka'atu, wa bika amantu, wa laka aslamtu. Subhana dhil jabaruti, wal malakuti, wal kibriyai, wal azma. And while we are waiting for the calls, Today we are going to repeat a very, very important du'a. And please teach it to your children and to your grandchildren. So whenever we are in difficulties or our children 
or any of our family members and we need help, then we say the following words. Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birahmatika Astaghith. Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birahmatika Astaghith. The ulama uh, guides us, the ulama guides us uh, because one of the 99 names of Allah, if you call unto Allah with that particular name of Allah, Allah will definitely respond to you. And the closest the ulama came to is to say, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qiyum. So whenever you are in difficulty, whenever you are in desperate help, and we say every day, Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'een. Oh Allah, for thee alone do we worship, and for thee alone we ask for help. Is the call up to uh, Yeah, let's go to the lines. Voice of the Cape, Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So dear listeners, Alhamdulillah, um, yes, so that dua, uh, please teach it to your children, whenever they are in difficulty, whenever they are sitting in the exam room, or whatever the problem they face in this world, if they need help, to say, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Bi Rahmatika Astaghith, Ya Allah, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Bi Rahmatika Astaghith. If you want to include everybody, for example, your children, your spouse, and your family, you say, Birahmatika Nastaghith. You just sing the ah to the nah. Birahmatika Nastaghith. Oh Allah, the all living. And Afrikaans give it for your bitter understanding. The Allah-Levendige, Subhanallah. Ya Qayyum, the sustainer of each and every creation of Allah. Birahmatika Nastaghith. Oh Sukhyabi Allah. Shukran, Shukran. You got the call on the line. Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. MashaAllah. Alikum, who's speaking? MashaAllah. Shukran. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. 
You can still do it and say these words. And, and shukran for calling in. Highly appreciate it. May Allah grant you all the khair and barakah. Inshallah, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. In studio, we have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Portland's Mitzvah's Plain at Masjid Rabi. Alhamdulillah. I want to say shukran for all the listeners that did call in and for the SMSs that came through. I've read through all the SMSs and I uh, myself and Sheikh had the chat, but I want you, the listener, to stay tuned. Inshallah, Sheikh will answer all the questions that came through via our SMSs line, Sheikh. Assalamu Shukran, Rajib. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. My dear and beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, uh, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. One of the most beautiful things in this life is to have a successful marriage. And we pray and make dua for each and every couple, Muslim or non-Muslim, that they must have a successful marriage. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. My dear beloved ones, last week we end off by saying, just imagine... Instead of breaking up your family or your marriage, you decided to give your spouse another chance. Mm. Or you can maybe call it a final chance. Because people need a, another chance in life. And it might just be that, you know, that person make, uh, grabbed the opportunity with both hands. And then, for example, the husband says to to, to his, his, his wife, my darling, my sweetheart, out of thanks to Allah, and then due to the fact that you've given me another chance, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to save my money so that the two of us together are going for Hajj. Allahu Akbar. Just imagine. Isn't that beautiful? You gave him a chance, and Allah guided him and said, I'm not going to work hard. And me and my wife, inshallah, soon we will go for Hajj. Soon we will tawaf the Baytullah together. Soon we will stand together on Arafah. Allahu Akbar. Everybody's going to benefit. Your children are going to benefit. The community at large will benefit. In fact, my dear listeners, this morning after Fajr, I said to the Jama'ah, appreciate and honor the fact that the King of all kings has invited you, each one of us, to visit Allah. To visit them at the greatest and the most holiest house, the Baytullah in Makkah, Allahu Akbar. And the question is, how do we respond to this invitation? For example, what if a great king of this world, who is very kind and very generous, invites you to his palace? First of all, you will, you will, you will feel very honored because amongst all people, the king invited you to come and visit him. 
and come and visit in his palace to come and speak to him, to meet him. And and secondly, you will have you may you will you will definitely make all effort to go to the king. You're gonna say you're not gonna say no. I'm not by the means. I, I'm not gonna worry even to go. I'm not by the means. No, you're gonna make effort. Allahu Akbar. And the reason why I'm saying that, dear listeners, I'm just worried that some of us are not taking too serious the invitation from the King of Kings, from Allah. Now, I just want to remind that each one of us, and I'm speaking to you, my dear sister, my dear brother, and my dear mother and father, that you are invited to visit Allah. Yes, Allah has invited you. And Allah is honoring you. Allahu Akbar. And the Nabi Muhammad confirms it and says, Al-Hujjaj wal-Ummar wafdullah. The people going for Hajj and Umrah, they are the honored guests of Allah. They are the honored guests of Allah. And they are so much honored, says Rasulullah. In da'u ajabalum. Whenever they make dua, Allah will accept all their duas. Allahu Akbar. Now coming back to one of the kings of this world, to just to make an example, and to Allah belongs the greatest of examples. So coming back to one of the kings of this world, and the king tells you of this world, uh, after you visit me, if you make direct contact with me five times per day, I'm going to honor you further in, in giving you one of my massive palaces in this world. And, and Jamaat Muslimin, some of the kings of this world has got massive, massive palaces. I've been in Morocco in the month of Ramadan, beginning of Ramadan, and I saw a few of the palaces of the king of Morocco. It's massive. Now just imagine the king says, if you make direct contact with me every day, five times per day, I will give you one of my palaces. Allahu Akbar. My dear ones, I just want to remind, the king of kings is offering you after you visited Allah, and the king of kings is going to forgive all your sins, that if you Stay connected to Allah and you contact Allah five times per day through the salah. Allah offers you not one palace but massive palaces in Jannah. Allah Akbar. And you're going to stay in the Jannah forever. Not for 100 million years or 500 million years or 500 billion years. Forever. Allahu Akbar. And just imagine the Nabi Muhammad says that the last person that will enter the Jannah and he comes out of the Jahannam and he will have the lowest rank. And the smallest Jannah, his size of his Jannah is the size of the world that we live in here. Not Cape Town, mm. not South Africa, the whole world and ten times the size of this world. That is Allah's offering. And uh, you just need to contact Allah five times per day. And Allah offers you palaces in Jannah forever and forever. Subhanallah. And the beauty in the Jannah, Rasulullah says, is what the eye has never ever seen. And what you're going to listen to in the Jannah, you've never ever heard such beauty. And what Allahu Akbar, not even all the minds and the intellectual people, not even they will be able to figure out the beauty that Allah has prepared for us in the Jannah. Allahu Akbar. On that note, Sheikh, we need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. <laughs> We 
Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. We want to say shukran for all the listeners sending the SMSs. Alhamdulillah. We read through all your SMSs, Alhamdulillah. And uh, Sheikh will answer your questions, but stay tuned. Shukran, Baraji. Uh, my dear listeners, and uh, we've just heard that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said that the last person that will enter the Jannah, the size of his Jannah is the size of this world and ten times the size of this world. Allahu Akbar. How fortunate are those believers who firmly believe in this information. Allahu Akbar. And I just want to say, uh, coming back to the, coming after Hajj and preserving your Salah, if there are any of the past Hujads who are listening to me now and have neglected their Salah and other duties, then this is the right time to return to Allah, to make tawbah to Allah. Because at this time, two weeks before Hajj, three weeks before Hajj, you you have been there or you were, you were making preparations. So uh, 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 honorable hujjads that have, have, have been to Makkah, just close your eyes and think about your time in the Haram of Makkah. You will see the Kaaba in front of you. You will see all the movements. You will get that feeling that you had in the Haram. Just think back of how you have been on Arafah and Allah has forgiven all your sins. So yes, this is the right time to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah will never refuse you when you come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So dear husbands and wives, please make use of this great journey of Hajj to strengthen your relationship or to sort out your problems and humble yourselves for one another. Man Whosoever humbles himself for the sake of Allah, you humble yourself to your wife, you humble yourself to your husband, then Allah will elevate you, says the Nabi Muhammad Honorable listeners, today as part of seeking and negotiating pathways to a successful marriage, we want to address our parents. Because successful marriages actually starts with the parents. The proper upbringing. There is where the successful marriage starts. The beautiful character that you teach your children. And to teach them to respect all human beings. All human beings. And to teach them that one day when you are going to get married, you respect your wife. You respect your husband. And you respect the parents of your spouse. And you respect the family of your spouse. Allah Akbar. Respect goes a long, long way. And secondly, parents, to make continuous dua for your children, that Allah must grant them good and pious partners. This is so crucial. That you as a mother and a father, even if your children are one year, two year, three year, five years old, you already make dua, Ya Allah, one day, this child of mine, grant him the perfect partner. But more importantly, that you must make sure that your child be the, the perfect partner for the one that he is or she is going to get married to. And that she is going to or he is going to be a good and a pious partner. Allahu Akbar. So I'm saying again for the third time, successful marriages starts from parents. And thirdly, that we must fully understand that our children can only make a success of their lives, including their 
marriages if they are connected to Allah. I want to repeat that statement. We must understand, fully understand and believe that our children, and we want all the success for our children, but they can only make a success of their lives, including their marriage one day, if they are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For if they are connected to Allah, then Allah will look after them. Allahu Akbar. Like it is recorded in a beautiful hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad that the Nabi Muhammad said to his beloved nephew, Abdullah ibn Abbas, and he was my only eight years old. The Nabi Muhammad said to him, Ya Ghulam, oh my, oh my beloved child, Inni I'm going to teach you valuable words. Protect Allah, then Allah will protect you. Allah. What is the meaning of it? Protect the mouth, <coughs> protect the laws of Allah, then Allah will protect you. Ihfadillah, the Nabi Muhammad said to uh, Abdullah ibn Abbas, Ihfadillah, protect Allah, tajidhu tujak, you will find Allah right in front of you if you are in need of Allah. Allahu Akbar. And then the Nabi Muhammad said to him, Ida sa'alta fas'alillah. If you want to ask, then ask Allah. Wa ida sta'anta, and if you seek help, seek help from Allah. Teach our children in your marriage. If you want to ask, ask Allah. And if you seek help, seek help from Allah. Teach our children when, it, when you are married and you're going difficulties, don't run to Grand West Casino. Don't play lotto and gambling to survive. No, you ask Allah. Speak to Allah. Don't run to the dukums. The run to Allah. Allah will help you. Allah is the only one that can help you. Subhanallah. And these are the valuable things that we can teach our children. Beloved parents, you do have the responsibility to prepare your children for marriage. That is our responsibilities as parents. And make sure that they go out and learn what marriage is all about. And teach them that marriage is all about carrying out responsibilities. They're not going to be young anymore. You have looked after them. But we need to teach them when you are going to take a wife, for example. It is your responsibility to look after your wife and to look after your children. And we teach our daughters, it is your duty, my, my child, to look after your husband and care for your husband and care for your children. And we need, and the reason why we, we, we need to, to take this important step to make sure that our children go learn what marriage is all about. Because Allah has given certain rights to the wife and certain rights to the husband. And how can you go in a marriage and you don't even know the rights of your wife and you don't even know the rights of your husband? For example, our beloved Nabi Muhammad Ali said that it's one of the rights of a woman, of a wife, not to rectify her in front of others. Allahu Akbar. Jamaatu Muslimin, this is very deep. Mm. Very, very deep. If your, if your wife has done something wrong, you can rectify her, but in a beautiful way. But it is wrong of you to rectify her in front of others. Subhanallah. And uh, Imam Shafi rahimullah says, if you rectify a person, any person, in front of others, you didn't actually rectify that person. You have humiliated that person so so imagine we don't want to humiliate any person now what about humiliating your own partner in life subhanallah so uh, 
And and then, uh, if I can mention another example, one of the rights of the husband is when he wants to be intimate with his wife, that she should not refuse him. And if she does refuse him, says Rasulullah, then the malaika curse her until the next morning. In other words, she's out of the mercy of Allah. Now, if a, if a woman does not know that it's a right of the husband, see, at any, any time she's going to say to the husband, no, no, nifa nani, jimavakma. And she doesn't realize, but if she has, if she, this is my point, if she went out to go and learn the nur of Islam, because al-ilmu nur, knowledge is light, and ignorance is darkness, and a marriage of knowledge is a marriage full of nur, and a marriage without knowledge is a marriage of darkness. So, it is the right of the husband if he indicates to his wife to see to his needs. Allahu Akbar. And also at the same time, we want to remind the husbands that the Nabi Muhammad said, Do not insult your wife or swear at her all day and tonight you are going to come and sleep with her. Doesn't make sense. They say, Ali and say, You know, we don't want even to want to say words. That husbands are saying to their wives, No, it's not on, according to our beloved Nabi Muhammad. But uh, please, my dear sisters, for those brothers who, for example, give beautiful indications, Buddha Raji, um, for example, darling, um, I'm looking forward to see you later tonight. Of Macy, I shall let him feel the kiss the waist for now. No, for that man, I'm not for all refuse. Subhanallah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, so, so for that man, I've got some more indications here. Um, I'm not for all refuse. Uh, um, I heard about Yusuf. He said, "Mahalla, about Yusuf." Inshallah. Inshallah, we're going to visit about about Raji. Inshallah. Inshallah. We're going to visit Yusuf and his wife and his daughter. Allah must fill the gender for him. But I heard once about Yusuf say on 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 the radio that as if we're no sick us, then then you know, then the man must understand. Yeah. Yeah, the man understand. And and I think there must be a good understanding. For example, early in the day also, the wife can tell the husband, "My darling, I feel so sick, my man." And he had to have a sleep for now. No, that was an indication yeah, that uh, he would have a sleep for now. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that is uh, the, the beauty of marriage. Good understanding. Good understanding. But I don't know if you refer to the man, maybe in the bus, but I'm going to bring a chocolate. That says, say, God, is your false? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they have complaints that they have. Many of the men, we have to encourage them to have a sleep for now. To get them to have a guidance and he has to have a sleep. Inshallah. Nou sê gy Sheikh maar ek het getraaid en my vrou sê wat gaat nou weer aan? Eh is weer vals weer. Nou nou ons wil sê so sisters, you know there is was a time that the person changes. They they are imams that are regularly speaking at the Juma for example and the man decide no ek gaan nou goed change in my leven. So allow him to to make the change, you know, accept whatever is coming your way inshallah. Inshallah. So dear listeners, yeah. Um, if let's say for the sisters and remind, you know, our great Sheikh from Egypt, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, he narrated to us in the time of the Sahaba, you know, and, and I'm trying to advise the sisters even a better way to do. Uh, um, the, 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 the wives of the Sahaba used to beautify them with hudu, and, and, and one of them will tell their husband, uh, uh, Do you need me tonight? And if he says no, no I, 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 I don't, mm. I don't need you. It's, it's fine, it's fine. Then she says, "Idan, aqdi hadi leila fi salat al-tahajjud." 
okay, then it's fine, and I will make salat to tahajjud. Allah will pardon. But but the, the the point is that I'm making is uh, in the time of Ras- the wives of of, of the Sahaba. Mm. The, the wife of the Sahaba, of the Sahabi, will beautify herself in taking wudu. Says Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish says, look at how she beautifies herself with wudu. And he said, that's what she is more what she can do uh, as a wudu to me. Allah fakhan di nur abdi khasakhan, whatever. And, and, uh, and, and, and she, she says, uh, are you in need of me tonight? And if she, if he says no, she said, then I'm, I'm going to make salatul, salatul, salatul tahajjud. I also want to say, uh, 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 and this advice, it might sound as a light note, but it actually came from uh, 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 one of my teachers in the road to Jannah in Medina to Munawwara. And for you can say what you said, look, many people have a need of a logic. Maybe the first few years is fine, but after that, you can't even have a logic. You can't even have a need. And this is the point I want to come okay. to is that Sheikh Umar Falat Mahalomijandafah, one of my great teachers, he said, if you do that, and you don't give time for, for the producer of your sperm to sit. Mm. And, and that might cause a problem for you when you come become 60 years old, then Kanjinimi had Lakhiskekni. And she can even niat And that is an aib, that is a weakness in a man, you understand? So this is invaluable advice that we are giving our brothers and our fathers and our sons, you know. And it came, I'm saying again, I heard this in the Haram of Medina, in the, he was the only sheikh that made lectures out of the road to Jannah, you know. And he, that was his advice many, many years ago, mm-hmm. subhanAllah. So, uh, Daraji, um, once again, Allah fakhan khuya understanding between our husbands and wives. Life is beautiful. Parents, it is also our duty to tell to tell our children that we will always be there to help you and we will also be there ready to advise you because uh, uh, the Raji and dear listeners the reason I'm saying that is uh, just yesterday at the, at the Nikah uh, Sheikh Ahmed Siddiq was speaking about how many young people are getting divorced mm. and, uh, and and how many young people uh, you know through and through the, the the cell phones, through the cell phones, Bataraji, as the Ustak Panala upbringing of marriages. And, and children are so private with their phones. And if mommy and daddy want to look at the phone, no, you can't intrude in my privacy. You can't intrude in my, you've got no right. Mm-hmm. Children say to the parents yes. in the day and age that we live in now, Oswe Bataraji, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, as you saw what is going to say, then you'll say, then you'll say, the mirror will you know, for you, um, you know, your beer and bangers of your clapper to the mirror. I clap in mirror, clap in mirror, you understand? But unfortunately, some parents allow their children to speak to them that way. You must, my dear parents, you must never allow your child to speak to you in that way. This is my privacy, and you can intrude. And Allah said it in so a way that they feel that they is forget. You understand? No, I, I, I mean, it's your child. That's why I'm saying, I'm just going to repeat what I'm saying. We tell our children. That it will be, it we will always be there to assist you, and we will always be there to advise you. But Raji, I tell all the people, my beloved father, may Allah from and for all those who are suffering gender to feed those. He said to me when I got married, my child, I'm just going to give you one word of advice: never ever say 
an ugly word or a swear word to your wife. Allahu Akbar. You know, I treasure mm. these words. And that's why I'm saying our point today is successful marriages starts or start with parents. Maybe I have that advice here. And Alhamdulillah, I can proudly say that after 37 years of marriage, Alhamdulillah, I can uphold the advice of my Khalifa Safar. Alhamdulillah. Allahu Akbar. I can know my, my school mother had always had daughters to say, Moe nie snaaks wees met hulle mans nie. Because hulle maak miskien nog snaaks wees. So what's the benefit of being snaaks? <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah. These are invaluable advice. Allahu Akbar. My vrou sê ek vir my achterna, to my geliefse skoonvader, that every Saturday when we leave, uh, uh, when we go back home, he would, he would say to her, uh, kijk mooi achter jou man. Now, now these, these are the things that our children are in need of. You understand? Jamaat uh, we, we make dua, as we said right at the beginning, for each and every couple that Allah must grant you happiness. I mean, um, make a, a, there's a book written, make your home a home of a paradise. Make your home a home of paradise. Don't live in Jahannam. Don't live, don't make your house uh, or a home or the lives of your children a, a place of hell. Now make it a place of happiness and joy before you go to the real Jannah. Inshallah. Sheikh, I read in Facebook or somewhere, two million copies of a book was sold in one day. Just due to a spelling mistake. Two, book, two, two, two million books were yeah. sold in yeah. one day yeah. because of a spelling mistake. Yes, it was how to change your wife. Mm. To person, two million book. But the correct title of the book, Sheikh, was How to Change Your Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love. Just yes, a spelling sir. mistake. Just one, one letter. <laughs> one letter, yeah. One letter, one letter. Yeah. And you say How to Change Your Wife. Yeah. Two million books instead of change, say uh, How to Change Your Life. Mm. Alhamdulillah. And, and, you know, and that's why we must also be very careful when we uh, uh, SMS or WhatsApp mm -hmm. our, our wives. Yes. Because this particular person, he went to a conference in Mauritius. And uh, uh, and so he, 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 he WhatsApp his wife and he says, um, you know, uh, she asked, How, how's things going? Um, and so he, he said that, oh, it was so wonderful. And I, I, I wish that you were, you were here. Mm. The last word was here. H-E-R-E. But you last letter it. I wish you, you were, were her. <laughs> Subhanallah. So you can bring you in big trouble. Inshallah, Sheikh, on that note, we need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah, in studio, we have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And of course, uh, we got less than 15 minutes in the program Sheikh mm. and of course uh, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage as Sheikh mentioned the best relationship is when both partners give and take with mutual love and tolerance and understanding and also marriage is about two people who have to learn to live with each other as well as their respected parents Taraji mm. and the key word that you've mentioned now is mutual mutual there must be mutual love mm. mutual respect mutual understanding mm. it doesn't come from one side mm. And a mutual mutual consultations. Uh, I heard one uh, in the Mamani Bashir, He said to the couple, uh, you know, mutual consultation, for example, 
you the wife, you know that more is labarang and she has to be gedeinig op. But you can consult your uh, your husband and say, my darling, what things, what color must uh, uh, must be gedeinig is? He's most probably going to tell you, my darling, uh, that's my own department, you know. And he said to the husband, you, for example, you want to buy a motor car. But it will be worthwhile if you consult your wife, uh, my darling, mm-hmm. then she can Corolla coop or she can Mercedes Benz coop. Consult. It's mutual consultations. Allah Akbar. So that's yeah. a key word in marriage. Mm-hmm. It comes from both sides. Yeah. yeah. And also, Sheikh, as part of the bride's camera, yeah. as the, 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 the bride, the, the man and the vrouw mekaar aankijk in mekaar so oor, mm. dan moet ek lees op haar voorkop, Sheikh, mm. handle with key. Handle with key, reds, reds, reds. Op al tussen voorkops, handle with key. Ja, waar ek alof, ek inshallah. And one of the things that I appreciated, uh, my father-in-law and my ustaz, rahmatullah alay, uh, the first night of our marriage, he said to us, me and my wife, the two of you are not going to have problems. Nou, 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 om wie mis ons, ons gebruik mis die radio om, yeah. om, om mense te leer en te guide. And one of the reasons why, why, why my oostas did it, Buta Raji, is because sommige mense praat in die breedskamer, mm-hmm. uh, die lief het nog nie rechtig begin nie, met die koppel nie. Dan sê hulle vir die koppel, um, kyk, as julle twee problems het, dan try maar om uit te soot en bang sê hulle self. Yeah. En as julle nie kan uit soot nie, dan kom julle aan ons. Now that is being negative mm-hmm. right from the beginning. Exactly. Om te sê, as daar het problems is, he said, no, the two of you are not going to have problems. And that, wallahi, that was a dua. And after 37 years, I've never had a problem with my wife. So I just want to uh, uh, make sure that if people are being asked in the Breitskamer to say a few words, don't be negative. Mm-hmm. Be positive and say, Ma Allah, we love the best. And inshallah, you let me have the problems with you. And you let me have successful with That is, uh, Muslim is always being positive. What's more the negatives? So let's say, Sheikh, is the engagement ring, mm. and then is the wedding ring. Mm. And then is the boxing ring mm. and it's the suffering. Inshallah, may Allah grant that there must not be no suffering. Inshallah. And uh, whenever there are difficulties, we must remember. Inshallah. Allah uh, repeats this ayah: "Inna ma'al usri yusra." After difficulty, there will definitely be ease. After difficulty, there will definitely be ease. And uh, before we go to some of the questions that were were, were sent to to us, Putaraji. Yes. I, I just want to end off by saying to the parents, it is our responsibilities uh, to make sure that our children are going to be happily married. And so we need to tell them, for example, what Allah says in Quran at the beginning of Surah Al-Hajj. Ya rabbakum O people, fear Allah, be conscious of Allah, and remember that indeed the last earth tremor, the last earthquake, in other words, referring to the day of Qiyamah, is going to be a gigantic and a massive and a very difficult day. May Allah protect us. So difficult, Allah says, يَوْمَ تَرَوْنَا تَذَّلُ كُلُّ مُرْدِعَةٍ أَمَّا At every mother that is still breastfeeding, she's going to throw a child one side. At any other given time, it will never happen. A mother will never, never abandon a child. But the day of Qiyamah is going to be so difficult. The mother that is still breastfeeding is going to throw away a child. And you will see, and, and every mother that is still pregnant, Hamil, will give immediately birth. Whether it's six months or seven months or nine months, she will. we know it's difficult to give birth. But because of the difficulty of that day, she will immediately give birth. And Allah says, and you will, you will see that people walk like drunk people. But they're not drunk. But it is the punishment of Allah that is going to be so difficult. So, my Muslims, we are in the months of Hajj. Every Muslim must be connected to these months. Soon, inshallah, 
after 12 or 13 days, we will have the most holiest days of the year. And I'm referring to the first 10 days of the Hijjah. Today is the 17th of the Qa'dah. So soon, in less than two weeks, we will have the most holiest days. And our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Ma min ayamin al-amalu salih ahab ilallah min hadil ayam. There are no days in the whole year wherein your good deeds are more beloved to Allah than the 10 days of the Hijjah, says the Nabi Muhammad. So we must prepare ourselves for these days. We must look forward to these days. And inshallah, we must make ten intention for this year that I'm going to fast the first nine days because the tenth day is Labarang, is Eidul Adha. But I'm going to make intention to fast the first nine days of the Hijjah. Wallahi, I was so happy when I was in Makkah a few years ago and one of the people of Makkah said to me that most of the people of Makkah, the first nine days of the Hijjah, they are fasting. Allah, that's so beautiful to hear. Now just imagine after a few years, somebody from Cape Town can say to others from the other part of the world, you know, most of the people of Cape Town are fasting the first nine days. Uh, dear husbands and wives, you can even make intention and say, Ya Allah, because these are the most, the, the days that you are, um, that you love the most for the good deeds, I make intention, Ya Allah, with the fasting of these days, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must reconcile me with my wife, that we improve our relationship, that Allah protect our children and grant our marriage to be a successful marriage. Inshallah. Inshallah, that note, once again, we need to take a commercial break. We'll come back, Inshallah. <laughs> Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Yes, uh, once again, I want to say shukran to all the listeners who are sending their SMSs. Alhamdulillah, we have read through all your SMSs. And Alhamdulillah, I want to say shukran. And uh, Sheikh will uh, answer your questions, inshallah. Yeah, some of these SMSs that came through, but uh, Raji, a, a lady of, uh, uh, she was 14 years old when she got married. And she says, Alhamdulillah, she's happily married for 30 years. And she's got six children, Alhamdulillah. Another person phoning to say that I'm married for 37 years and it's all about my salah, my salah, my salah. And, and for, for one of our mothers that has asked about the idda period, she says uh, she wants to go to her children and she can't go to her children and she sits all day in the sun. We want to say to our beloved mother, it's better to, to abide to what Allah wants. If you look after the laws of Allah, as we've said earlier, Allah will look after you. And in this period for the four months and ten days, Mother, your children can come to you. You don't need to go to them. You know, I just love what, what I heard of some, one of our mothers here in Cape Town when she was in the Iddat period with Araji. Even as she phone her ring it, mm. she tell her phone open because she's altered bang, she had a friend man praat with her. Look Allah. at that extent of uh, honoring, you know, that, that Iddat period. Mm. Because Allah wants it that way and you're also honoring your husband that you have spent so many years with. You're honoring him also by carrying out that four months and ten days. Alhamdulillah. Uh, last uh, SMS coming through Sheikh Salam Sheikh mentioned something about the shaitan mm. last week about yeah. the newborn babies crying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, are, we were saying that uh, the shaitan is there from the first moment. If you enter this world, he's there already, punching you in your stomach. And that's why we'll find that many of the babies are crying. And that is why it is advised when your child is born, did you make the adhan in, your, in the right ear and you come in the left ear? Because whenever the adhan goes, the shaitan runs away. So that is the, the, the idea of making adhan 
uh, immediately when the child is born. And of course, at the Dukmal, we make the Adhan again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, Taraji, uh, uh, we also receive uh, that uh, one of the fathers says that, that his son told him, I don't respect you. Mm-hmm. May Allah guide that son. Allah. You know, may Allah forgive him and may Allah grant him to, to retract these words. At the same time, we are saying to parents and mothers to make continuous dua for your children. You know, yesterday I met a sheikh from uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, he's a big sheikh in, 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 in learning the Quran. And he said um, to the teachers of the Quran, be gentle with your children and be forgiving to them. Don't keep it against him when you teach him the Quran. Mm. No, no, be, be gentle and, and be forgiving. And, 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 you know, and so whilst our children, we, we don't encourage any person, you're not allowed to say to your father, Oof, uh, what about I don't respect you? That is wrong. But uh, may Allah protect our children and grant them uh, forgiveness. Amen, inshallah. Sheikh Bata Yusuf, just phone in now. He say, Shukran for the beautiful program, alhamdulillah. And he said, All your love and salam to you, Sheikh. And Bata Yusuf says, Alhamdulillah. Because he is listening, just phoning you to say, Bata Yusuf is sick. But Bata Yusuf says, Alhamdulillah, then no need to worry, Sheikh. Let's keep on making dua for me, Sheikh. Also, Bata Yusuf says, in Amli means when he comes, Khafalik by Lif for Bata Yusuf. And uh, we know that he is, is fine, alhamdulillah, and may Allah grant him continuous health. Amin, ya Rabbil Amin. inshallah. And uh, our last SMS, uh, I need uh, Sheikh uh, Gabriel's Kanala's phone number. Mm-hmm. So they can phone the radio station. Sheikh, just before we want to conclude the program, inshallah, I just want to say Mubarak to uh, uh, Fadia and Faiz Solomon, who is the grandparents of their daughter, gave birth to the Ziba and Imran, yes, a so beautiful right. daughter, alhamdulillah, and they named the baby Hanan, ah. and also to my brother, uh, who is also a grandparent, and Ridwan Faldila, to their daughter Bashira Ashraf, who also gave birth to a beautiful girl, and they named her Nuha, inshallah. Mashallah, mashallah. Mm-hmm. And we also want to make dua, as we've requested, for Asma Kamish. It's a birthday, Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala, to all the khair and barakah. And then a special dua for my beloved brother, brother-in-law, uh, Aji Ismail Khalant. Alhamdulillah, he's doing very well. The dialysis is helping him. Ah, but we, make, we ask everybody to make continuous dua. Your dua is invaluable and uh, you know that Allah must grant him a complete recovery. Amin, 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 amin. And a special dua for my beloved auntie, Auntie Asa Martin from Haidafel. She was not so well. And Alhamdulillah, she was not so well. Allah was complete gesundheit and lastens. Anwa from Boom, AVB Transport has asked us to make dua for his beloved grandmother. Uh, it's her birthday today. May Allah grant uh, Mama noch baya baya yaar. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma ja'alum ya Allah min ibadika salihin. Wa ja'alum ya Allah min ibadika al-muttaqin. Wa razukum ya Allah hayatan tayyibatan salihatan innaka sami'u dua. Allahumma rabban nas adhi bil ba'as ishfi wa anta shafi. La shifa illa shifa'uka shifa'an la yugadir saqama. Nasallahu al-azim rabbal arsh al-azim ay yashfi akhwana Ismail Khaland. وعمتنا أنت عائشة وجميع مرضى المسلمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وصحابه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون Shukran, that concludes our program for today, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. Uh, from myself, Raji Davazi, and of course our technician doing duty, that is Faiz Davids, and our supervisor on duty, Zurina, and from all of us, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.